welcome to another episode of Chat with Megan Nicole. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am super excited about today's episode because ever since I started my podcast, I always thought about doing this topic. I feel like with TikTok and social media, we are just constantly bombarded with these random beauty tips and hacks, and they always tend to get super competitive. Like, I feel like we already know that we should be sleeping with a silk pillowcase and drinking lots of water and using claw clips instead of hair ties. But today, I really wanted to share with you guys some of my favorite tips that I feel like aren't talked about a whole lot or used a lot amongst the beauty community. Obviously, you may have already heard of some of these, but I really want to share these because I do think that lots of people can benefit from them if they don't know about them, and they really do work because I use them all the time. So without further ado, here are six beauty tips that you haven't heard of yet. Starting out with probably my favorite because I do this on a daily basis, it is scent layering. So scent layering can actually refer to two different things. The first one is layering your perfume or cologne to create a new scent or an elevated scent. But the scent layering that I'm referring to is basically the concept or idea that anything that you can put on your body that is scented, whether it's body lotion, your body wash, deodorant, it all has a cohesive smell and goes together to create this really beautiful scented aura around you. And I don't mean to brag or anything, but ever since I have been doing this for the past like year and a half, I have noticed so many people noticing how great I smell because of it. Give you guys some examples on how I do this, and I'm going to be using my favorite undertones as an example. I personally love sweet and warm undertones in my fragrances and scents, specifically vanilla. So with this tip, it really starts in the shower, and my favorite body wash that I use, well there's actually two of them, but my two favorite are the Native Coconut and Vanilla Body Wash and the Lush Body Soap. It's in a bar and it's called Honey I Wash the Kids. Both of these are super warm and sweet and they are going to go perfectly with the body lotion that I'm about to share with you guys. Body lotion that I use after the shower is the Bumdia Bright Body Cream. Its keynotes are Black Amber Plum, Vanilla Woods, and Jasmine Bloom. Again, we're really sticking to the vanilla, warm, sweet scents. I do occasionally like to use body oils after I put on my lotion, and my current favorite body oil is the Fakai Shea Butter Body Oil for your skin and hair. Of course, you need deodorant, and my favorite deodorant is the Sol de Janeiro deodorant. It smells just like their Bum Bum Cream. Notes for this deodorant is vanilla, salted caramel, and pistachio. Finish it all off with my favorite, favorite fragrance, which is the Valentino Born in Roma original, and it is black currant, jasmine, and bourbon vanilla as the key notes. Again, something that you'll notice about all of these products is that they have super sweet and warm fragrances and specifically have lots of vanilla in them. I love this whole set together. It just smells so amazing and I love layering them together to create this beautiful sweet aura around me that I constantly get complimented on. It's definitely a great tip to anybody who is looking to upgrade their fragrance routine. 
Again, this tip can be applied to whatever your favorite fragrances are. So for example, if you love rose fragrances, I would go towards any sort of floral body washes, body lotions, oils, deodorants, and stuff like that. Anything that kind of correlates really well with the scents that you really like. And then to create that full routine that is very cohesive with each other is really how you create this. So now on to our next tip and this one I actually have seen a few people talk about this on TikTok and it is glycolic acid. I see a lot of people specifically use the ordinary glycolic acid but you can really use any glycolic acid for this and they tend to be pretty affordable. But glycolic acid is usually sold in toners, so it's a very liquidy form and it is applied with a cotton round or a towel. Glycolic acid has so many benefits, I don't even know where to begin. It's great for getting rid of texture, getting rid of hyperpigmentation, getting rid of ingrown hairs, getting rid of smell. This is something that I really think everybody should have in their bathroom or vanity because it just has so many uses to it and I'm surprised that not everybody has this. And you can use this anywhere on your body. I think that people are under the impression that you only use it on your face and that is not the case at all. I actually never use glycolic acid on my face. I only use it on my body. I like to use it right after I shave my legs or really shave any part of my body and I apply it basically on a cotton towel and then I rub it over the place that I just shaved and it's really great for preventing ingrown hairs and smoothening the skin because it is a really gentle chemical exfoliant. It also is known for getting rid of hyperpigmentation and dark spots because it slowly degrades those you know, pieces of dead skin that have the darkness on them. And again, ladies, you can use this anywhere on your body, anywhere, to get rid of darkness and hyperpigmentation. So anywhere on the body, please, you know, if you know, you know. You can also use it on your armpits as a natural deodorant. It is really great for, again, cleaning out the pores because it is a super gentle exfoliant and a lot of girls find that after using it as a deodorant or even using it before your deodorant um, when you get out of the shower can really help clean out your pores and help with, you know, scent. But yeah, if you are looking to brighten any part of your body, get rid of ingrown hairs, hyperpigmentation, or just smell better and really clean out your pores in a really gentle way, I definitely recommend getting some glycolic acid. I will link a couple of videos and articles about glycolic acid if you want to look more into it. But again, you don't have to buy the one by the ordinary. There are tons of affordable glycolic acids out there, um, but they are all super helpful and great. And I definitely recommend just having it in your bathroom for after you shave or, you know, if you need to lighten some areas. And of course, if you want to smell great. Okay, for my third tip, this one is definitely one of my favorites. It is a hair growth spray, but it's actually not for hair growth. It's actually just a spray and I'm about to tell you guys about it. We all know that in order to grow our hair, the number one thing that people like to do is oil their scalp, which is basically just taking Jamaican black castor oil, jojoba oil, coconut oil, and oiling the scalp because it helps to stimulate hair growth. Now, if you are someone like me who has really fine hair or you already tend to get oily scalp, honestly, oiling your scalp sucks if you're trying to grow out your hair. Obviously, you oil your scalp at night, and then when you wake up in the morning, your scalp is just super oily and heavy, and you have to rinse it out, but usually when you try and rinse it out, it doesn't all completely come out, so you have to get it out with shampoo, and that gets really annoying if you have to do that every single day because you're not supposed to be shampooing your hair every day anyways. So I have found kind of a solution to this, and it is a curl spray that is used for types three and four. 
um, but I use it as a hair growth spray. It is the Curl Essence Moisturizing Cocoa Water with Jamaican Black Castor Oil and Coconut Oil. So it is basically a watered down version of coconut oil and castor oil and what I love about it is I will spray it in my hair at night and by the morning it is completely dry. Obviously again it's watered down so it's not going to be as effective as regular castor oil or coconut oil but I find that I can't oil my scalp every single night if I'm trying to grow my hair because again you have to wash it out every morning and you're not supposed to be washing your hair every single day. Consistency is everything in beauty so I find that if doing this every single night is going to be more effective than if I were to only oil my scalp like once or twice a week. I'm sure that you can actually make something like this at home with just regular coconut oil and Jamaican black castor oil and water but Again, I buy the Curl Essence version of it and it is just a curl spray, but I just use it on my scalp and it is honestly so amazing. It also smells really, really good. Um, and yeah, it's just so much more lightweight and realistic to my daily routine when I'm trying to grow my hair. So yeah, if you're a girl that tends to get oily scalp or you just have really thin hair like I do and you're trying to grow it, but you really don't think that oiling your scalp is going to be a realistic thing for you to do every night, I definitely recommend picking up this product. It really does help a whole lot because again, consistency is everything and it makes so much more sense than having to oil your scalp and then washing it all out in the morning. I also love pairing this with a good hair mask and I will literally drench my hair in this stuff if I'm doing a hair mask and my hair feels so good after I wash out the hair mask. Again, I definitely recommend giving this a try. I love this tip. It really, really has helped my hair so much. Next tip, I can attest strongly to this because I'm a pro makeup artist and I've been using this for years and it is finding colors that work best with your skin. So this can refer to nail colors, this can refer to eyeshadow colors, this can even refer to clothing. But depending on your skin tone, we all have colors that look better on us than others. My skin tone, for example, is very fair and I have a pink undertone and I find that cool colors look really, really good on me. I specifically look really great with forest green, cool toned pinks and mauves, and also white looks really good on me. Nail colors, I usually like to go with a very light, cool pink as my base, whether I'm doing a French or just a regular pink set. And for my eyeshadow and blush, again, I love going for a good, cool toned pink. I think it looks so beautiful on me. Or even a cool toned purple, like a really natural purple color, makes my eyes pop and look so good against my skin tone. On the other hand, anything super yellow or bright orange does not. Even with my bronzing and contouring colors, I tend to stick towards more cool versions of brown and orange rather than the super bright yellow true orangey colors because they tend to make me look really washed out or just splotchy. Finding what colors look better on you and understanding your undertone and what will contrast well against your skin is such a game changer in beauty and makeup. Even with hair color, I find that my hair looks really good when it's a very warm toned brown or blonde. I feel like if my hair is too cool, sometimes it will like wash me out a little bit. 
Again, finding those colors that look really good on you can really upgrade how you look and upgrade your beauty routine so much, especially with nail colors for some reason. I'm super picky about, again, just the color of the pink on my nail. If it's off even a little bit, like if it's too warm of a pink, I immediately notice and I hate how my hands look for the entire time that I have my nails done. This is if it's just a white or like a really cool toned pink, I think that my skin just looks so much better with that and it just makes me feel a lot more confident because I know that it correlates really well with me and it's more complementary to who I am. I would definitely look into finding your undertone and then going online and searching up color theory and undertones to see which colors are going to correlate with your undertone the best. And after you start dressing that way and choosing nail colors and eyeshadow colors that really correlate with that, trust me, your routine will be completely upgraded and you're going to notice a difference in how you look. Okay, so for my next tip, I'm going to be talking about dry brushing. This is another tip that I love using and that I've been doing for about, I want to say two months now consistently. I haven't heard of dry brushing before. It's basically a wooden tool that has like kind of bore or hair um, hair is attached to it and you brush your skin with it. I like to do this right after I get out of the shower before I put on my lotion. Um, I specifically like to do this after I shave, so I end up doing it maybe about once or twice a week. There are so many different methods to dry brushing, and if you go on YouTube, you can see, you know, different methods if you just look up dry brushing routines. Um, there's just so many different ways that people do it, um, but I'm going to just share with you guys some of the benefits that I personally have noticed from it. So again, I like to dry brush right when I get out of the shower, specifically after I shave. Um, I will dry brush starting with my arms and chest and then all the way down to my legs and my feet. What I immediately notice is how soft my skin is. It is an exfoliant, but it's very, very gentle. It's not like using a sugar scrub or anything like that. It's just kind of a light exfoliant. And I notice that I don't get as many ingrown hairs. So right off the bat, just the texture of my skin has improved so much from it. This is also known to really help the body detoxify through lymphatic drainage so it really helps with that circulation and kind of gives your body like kind of a glow to it. I would describe the glow as not like if you were to get like a tan but your skin just looks visibly like more healthy like you can see that the blood in your body is just moving a little bit faster kind of like you've just been in the sun for a little bit that day not really a tan but you just look your skin looks a little bit more alive and I really like that. Dry brushing is also known to be super um, anti-aging and it really helps with cellulite. That's another big thing I noticed was that the cellulite on my body has almost completely gone away. I haven't really noticed a big difference in it getting rid of stretch marks. I know some girls say that it really helps with their stretch marks. I personally haven't seen that, but that could be something that works for you. Um, but overall, it just really helps the skin on your body and I think that this is a really affordable and easy thing to incorporate into your everyday body care routine that will really upgrade you know how you're already doing and it's just really something that makes your skin so much more soft which is the number one thing I've noticed and even the other day like my friend had like leaned up against me and she was like oh my gosh your skin is so soft and I've just noticed that ever since I started doing this that my skin is just so much visibly softer but again if you do want to do this I would definitely go on YouTube and look up some 
body brushing routines just to see what works for you and what you know you want to do okay i definitely saved the best tip for last because this tip has helped me so much not only just in beauty but i think with my career i found so much information through doing this and i think if you're into beauty or you want to start getting into beauty and educating yourself more on product development and branding and marketing within the beauty industry or even just more knowledge on the products that you're buying i definitely recommend getting beauty magazine subscriptions I personally have a subscription with Allure and New Beauty and I have been learning so much from these magazines because they really dive so much deeper into what we see on social media. So any trend that we have is way more analyzed and you see the reasoning why it's analyzed and they interview dermatologists and brand owners and brand employees and you get more insight onto some of your favorite brands and also the products that you're using. Today I actually wanted to read to you guys a small paragraph from the Allure August 22 um, magazine. So basically in this article they talk about clean beauty and what it really means and I just wanted to give you guys kind of a paragraph that I really enjoyed and to show you guys what it's like reading these beauty magazines and all the information that you really get. Here is an excerpt on natural beauty from Allure magazine August 2022. Natural is a loaded word in the beauty industry. It's right up there with green and clean and all the other vague terms cosmetic companies use to sell their wares. Typically, natural is used to describe anything that has not been created by humans. But if you go with that definition, there is no such thing as natural in the beauty industry, to some extent. We have manipulated everything. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Natural versus synthetics isn't a black or white situation as some brands would have you believe. So for the purpose of this article, let's forget about using natural as a blanket term and focus on the specifics. Skincare ingredients made from plants that have been tweaked in research labs, exposed to extreme temperatures, say, or millions of little bugs, often to improve their efficiency. For a long time, there just wasn't much incentive to run tests on every botanical ingredient, says chemist Alan Shaw. Alan Shaw is the founder of Shaw Consulting Group, a product development agency for beauty products. Why would a manufacturer sell out $50,000 to a clinical on a natural ingredient that might not pan out? But in the past few years, things have been changing as an answer has emerged because you, the consumers, want it. This article goes on to talk about natural beauty and what it really means. How are skincare companies and cosmetic companies really testing our ingredients and what are some of the new ways that they are testing the ingredients to make sure that we are getting the best possible quality that we can get. Buying beauty magazines has really given me such an appreciation for the products that I use every single day and has made me realize how much work it actually takes to create them and has made me way more selective when buying beauty products. Beauty magazines are super affordable. I think that the Allure um, subscription was only $10 for an entire year and then your second year and then everything after that is only $25 a year and you just get so much information that you can't just find on social media. 
It's real journalists who are going out and interviewing people who are making real change in the beauty industry and getting the information that the public doesn't generally get. If you're someone who is remotely into beauty, I definitely recommend getting some beauty magazine subscriptions and just kind of scanning through them um, every month to see what is up, what are the new trends, and what's the information that you can get a hold of that can set you apart from everybody else in the industry. And that is going to be my last tip for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and got some amazing information and insight on some ways that you can upgrade your beauty routines. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms, um, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter. It is Megan Nicole RL on all of them um, if you want more content on beauty and self-care. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you guys next time. Bye.